Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Risk It for the Biscuit. Chris Munch, Adam, Adam Bush. Bush here. Uh, Gary Hornstein. Behind Gary the Hornstein camera. behind the camera. Uh, this is part two. If you have not seen uh, part one, go back and listen to that, or or this uh, will be nonsense. I'm not making the sense. whole, yeah. the entire episode. It is going, very confusing. What is this? Yes. <laughs> so we're just to protect you from that. Uh, yeah, this is part two. We're talking about marriage and career balance family family stuff what it looks like right now in our careers and how they can get you know setting up guardrails setting up guardrails this is a more serious yep more serious tone than what we've done these these, two episodes yeah these two episodes are more serious and if you listen to the last one i started uh, uh i was talking about a situation that happened uh to me in my in my uh you know traveling endeavors and so, um, yeah. Yeah. And so, so a little as bit of a longer conversation, so we broke it up. Broke it up into two. And as, yeah, as these things work, part two comes after part one. Yeah, that so is, I think that's how we do it. That's how so. we do it. May, yeah, maybe that's a little different. Yeah. I don't know. But, you know, we're, we're kind of pioneering. Know, we're blazing the trail. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so enjoy part two. Have you have you talked to die or even to God or yourself about just like forgiving that lady? Has that ever like come to the forefront of like she she certainly overstepped her bounds and violated mm-hmm. a part of you in the sense like you said that she had no regard for your marriage or your your life and and that's really sad. And you go, what, what was going on in her life that she would get to a place mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. I mean she's probably doing this with tons of or probably her best clients are sure are married yeah you know or whatever yeah so i don't know i'm just curious if you've thought about that uh i don't know if i should be embarrassed by this but i hasn't even crossed my mind yeah honestly yeah yeah but i think you're right Yeah. yeah i i think that's i think that's where the freedom comes Mm -hmm. like like these things that happen to us that or it sucks. It's terrible. It sucks. Yeah. And how does this not destroy the red? Like, like, are you never going to be able to enjoy a massage again? Mm-hmm. Or like, even when you're like, you know, with dye or whatever, yeah, doing all the right things. Um, like, I don't want that for you. Like, how do yeah. you, how do you get free from this thing where more my mind goes is like getting to the place of, of acknowledging the wrong that she did to you mm-hmm. and then being like, you were wrong, but I'm letting it go. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. And I, I don't even think I've started. And maybe this is, you know, I've been talking to you and Gary for a while about like, I I would like to share this story. Mm-hmm. I've actually talked about this a little bit on stage. Oh, you have? I have, yeah. Um, just maybe, I mean, stand-up comedy is a bit of therapy. Yeah, like sure, working stuff and, out. And I'm a verbal processor, so yeah, it is helpful. Yeah. And um but I've been talking to you guys for a while. Like, I think I would like to share this story. It's it's not an easy thing to talk about. Like, it's not super pleasant to listen to in the sense like, like this isn't entertainment. Yeah. So this isn't super entertainment, but it could hopefully be helpful to people or, you know, to at least acknowledge that I don't, you don't hear guys talk about things like this. No, that's true. Yeah. And I, you know, honestly, there would probably be a lot of guys who'd be like, 
What's the big deal? Yeah, sure. Sounds sure. cool to me. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not, you know, that's not, that's not the world or convictions I'm living with. Sure. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think probably, I mean, maybe, a, maybe what you're saying is even just like incredibly appropriate timing mm. in that we, we've talked about it a little bit, but we haven't probably talked to, about it to this degree. Yeah. But like for you to say, have you forgiven that woman? Mm. No, I haven't. Yeah. I'm pretty mad at her. Yeah. I mean, I, I disputed the charges immediately. Oh yeah. And yeah, like yeah. on your credit card. Yeah. And like put on there what happened. Yeah. And got my money back. Yeah. And have been like contemplating leaving a review with my name on it. Yeah. Of what happened. And I kind of, I kind of go back and forth on whether or not I yeah. think that's a wise idea. Um, but I definitely haven't forgiven the lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I mean, whatever, if you're listening to this, whatever your view is on faith or whatever, my view is that every person is broken yeah, and all in need of saving and we're all capable of uh, trash decisions, mm-hmm. myself included. Mm-hmm. Well, I and, think from <clears throat> this lady's perspective, she probably doesn't want to be in that situation Oh, I think herself. Right. Yeah. That what, what's led up totally to that of her going, this is how I'm support, how she supports her family or herself mm-hmm. that she'll probably look back and go, I, I wish I got out of that sooner. I wish that wasn't the path I mm-hmm. went down because all the things she's been a part of destroying is probably pretty painful for her to even consider. Yeah. No, that's true. Your story also makes me more compassionate to, uh, to females that who, who have been, mm-hmm. you know, approached in that yeah. way. Like yeah. I, it's, it's, it's weird that it is this way, I guess, but it seems like that. I mean, it's just more common. Mm-hmm. You hear. Oh yeah. Ladies getting, accosted or oh yeah or you know whatever and it's just like well you know whatever that happens or you know it's like yeah it's kind of opened my eyes more to like that sucks yeah um not not that it wasn't a big deal i just mean like i don't know it gives me a little fresher eyes i think to like how traumatic that kind of thing can be yes where the world would almost say oh that's a compliment like right. some dudes like <laughs> you know, yeah, cat calling you, cat calling you, whatever. It's like, what's the big deal? It's a compliment, yeah. and it's like, ah. And I don't want to pretend like you know. Di, when Di and I were talking about this, she was just reminding me of the high percentage of women who have been assaulted sexually. Right. Yeah, and I do not want to pretend like I'm falling within the same category. Sure, exactly. Um, but it is an injustice, and there's something something I learned about myself in that moment was I do, I did find myself kind of freezing. Yeah. And just uh, almost, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm, I know it's such a weird thing to say because I'm a, I'm a guy, but like it kind of took all of the courage and energy mm. in me to say, mm-hmm. no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Be, uh, maybe out of fear. Mm-hmm am I getting this wrong? Is it, mm-hmm. am I not understanding what's happening here mm-hmm. or whatever? And, uh, yeah, I'm thankful that I'm so thankful I was able to do that. 
And so, yeah, so whatever that means to people, I, I really don't want other people to feel like I'm asking you to feel sorry for me or whatever, or that I find myself sort of in the same lane as those other situations. Yeah. But yeah. it is something that I felt strongly enough to talk about to say performing, comedy, acting, entertainment is not something that promotes relationship and marriage and the sanctity of marriage, which I believe in mm-hmm. and I want to do everything I can to avoid those pitfalls and put myself in the safest situation I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I don't really have a call to action for you here, but yeah, um, that's sort of my story. So anyway, no, and I, I'm, I'm proud of you for sharing your story and, oh, and, thanks. and talking about this kind of stuff. It's, it's, like I said, you don't hear guys talk about this very much. It feels a little bit like I don't know that I don't know why, but it just it it it. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. And I I will say this: I I think that a mental change mm-hmm. that I have come to grips with since then is I am okay with creating an embarrassing situation for that person or myself, if I was wrong. Now, I'm not going to find myself in another situation where I'm getting a massage and someone propositions me and I'm not sure, whatever. That's not going to happen again. But whatever the situation would be, one of my fears was, I think, that you misunderstood. That I misunderstood what's happening and yeah, that I responded was simply just- inappropriately and then I embarrassed everyone. I do not care mm. about finding myself responding in a way that I could be wrong. I'm fine. I think she just wanted you to put your pants back on. That's all she was saying. But do you know what I'm saying? I think I do. Well, I'm just saying if that was to happen again, even if I misunderstood, right. You'd rather err on the side of embarrassment than err on the side of inactivity and then leading to something worse. Exactly. Well, what do you think about the fact that not only, I mean, I've had that happen to me when I was 20 Mm -hmm. and I wasn't, traveling or yeah you know i was just a kid and me and a buddy went together right and that same thing happened and it was it was a shameful experience Mm -hmm. but to be an adult and to be tired and working hard and and um what about the margin in your life to be able to like at what point might that have gone the other way yeah of you being so worn out from traveling and all that, like how do you avoid putting yourself in that position now that you know, Oh, I could just, you know, Mm -hmm. go to one of these places and there's a strong chance that I deserve this. Well, I think, I I think, well, I I don't know how to answer your question completely, but I do know this. Our good friend, Stephen Posey says, don't walk into temptation. Don't put yourself into, Mm -hmm. it's always a trap. Mm-hmm. And so, um, making a hard decision to like, even if that massage place looked reputable, I'm on my own. I'm by myself. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, not worth that's, it. That's that's a no. Yeah. Right. It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like you know, don't when especially like when you're a, a single guy, don't have a computer that can get on the internet in your bedroom. Like when, you know, when you're growing up or whatever, because it's just a temptation to look at porn or whatever. And like, we don't want that to be a part of our lives. 
that sort of thing. Um, I think, I think there are practical things. And then we talk about this all the time, but I think, I think having this, and you guys chime in, but I think having this community of honesty and vulnerability with the three of us and being able to say, and opening it up to you guys being able to say, Hey, we're noticing this about you. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. you're, you are running yourself ragged. Yeah. You're, we see you regularly hungry, angry, lonely, and tired. Mm -hmm. And you're going to, this is our, this is a giant red flag and we, you need to get out of this situation. I think it's so important to have friends and people in our lives that we can be vulnerable with and open about what's really going on in our lives. And I think that's a, that's a huge, um, like you say, okay, we're going to enter this world of entertainment or traveling or interacting with people that don't have the same values that we have. Okay. That's fine. But how, what, how how do we still put our marriages and our families first in those kinds of situations? I think a huge part of that is being open and honest about the things that are a temptation for us. Uh The things that, um, you know, that, even shameful things that have happened, like what you're describing, where it's just like, we got to like talking about this thing is how you get past it and get over it. Yeah. Um, and so just having a support system to work through those kinds of things, I think is super important and, and yeah. keeping each other accountable. Like we're not going to put ourselves in dumb situations. Yes. Um, and, you know, and, and guarding, guarding our ourselves and each other from situations like that in the future. What do you say, Gary, to, well, how do you answer the question that you just asked? How do you avoid being, um, I think you were saying in a week, yeah, go ahead. avoid being, putting yourself, uh, susceptible to, yeah, to, to do that. I think it's defining what actual success is because mm-hmm. it's the, the reason we work so hard because we want what we think is success. We want to look good. Um, we want to have money. We want to, we work hard so we can have all the things that are success, but or that it culturally is a success at the sacrifice of our families. So I, I don't think it just comes down to like a sexual sin of going, mm-hmm. I'm working hard. Like, Oh, that some guys would be like, no, I'm not even interested in that. Um, like mm-hmm. that wouldn't tempt them at all, but not, uh, I loved what wit had brought this up at church. I guess CS Lewis said, if you, and maybe you guys can correct this. If you want to love, be passionate about your wife, pretend you're passionate about your wife. Mm. Wait, <laughs> what did you thing. say? If, if, Oh, if you want to be passionate about your wife, pretend that you're passionate. Yeah. If about you're your not wife. passionately in love with your wife, pretend to be passionately in love with your wife. I think he said, I, maybe I'm yeah, wrong, you, but I think it was just, if you want to love your wife, love your wife. Yeah. Like, and basically the act of loving your wife, the act of serving your wife, the act of causes you to, causes you to actually, those yeah. feelings start to recycle through. Yeah. And then you're like, you find yourself really yeah. feeling it even yeah. when you don't feel it. Yeah. Or whatever. I, I would, uh, were you done Gary? Or well, I just think the general idea, cause I go, I don't, I don't like the, the amount that you travel. Yeah. It bothers me that I go there. Where do you, you, you don't get more successful at this and travel less. 
Yeah. Right. Mm, right? So the more success we get, the, the more you travel. How do you um, <clears throat> still have a relationship with your wife and with your daughter? Yeah. Uh, and your friends when you're not around them. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's little accountability and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And and so what kind of sacrifices do you have to make? Like um, I I had to stop before like 2015. I, I, I really have not worked more than 40 hours a week since 2015. Like mm. very rarely. But previous to that. But previous to that, it was like, yes, I will sleep at, under my desk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that's intentional. For years. Yeah. For a long time. Because one, because you love what you do and you're good at it and and all the other stuff that goes along with it. It's e Culturally, we get praised for that stuff. Yeah. But behind the scenes, you nobody cares <laughs> about right. that you're, you know, ruining your marriage and that kind of stuff. Yes. So what, what sacrifices do you want to make to prioritize your marriage and your family? Cause you, it, there's going to be, I guess maybe there's not sacrifices when you are going, I don't. Well, I would, I would say that it is, I think pace like I, I think you, I think you could probably grow faster than you're growing right now, or or um, you mean professionally? Professionally, I'm saying, yeah. um, and maybe you are going too fast. I don't know, mm -hmm. but like the sacrifice, I think, is that ultimately you're putting the timeline in God's hands, or, or maybe a better way to say it is you're putting the timeline in a, in a way that isn't sacrificing your, your, your family. Mm -hmm. Cause I do think, I think you can, I think the way to be more successful maybe won't be traveling less, but maybe the way you travel, mm -hmm. like with your family, if you're able, like mm -hmm. if you're on a certain level, you're able to kind of call the shots of how you're yeah. going to travel and how that's going to look. Right. And so I agree with you what you're saying, Gary. It's like, yeah, you don't really travel less if you get way more <laughs> yeah. uh, successful. Uh, but I don't know, maybe if, maybe I'm trying to say you can have your cake and eat it too. But I, I think when you walk in, in the pace that is, um, what am I trying to say? I guess what I've seen at different times is people so enamored with yeah. the worldly success that they're just, I don't care what I have to do. Oh yeah. I will grind. I will perform every night. I will be here and here and here and here. And I will fill my schedule to the brim because I've got to get to X, yeah. Y, Z. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't see that as what you're doing. So I think maybe that's where the sacrifice is, is like you could get there in five years if you just really killed sure. it. Sure. And your family probably wouldn't be happy about that, but you'd be there. Or maybe not there. Maybe my family wouldn't or be there. Or maybe your family wouldn't even be there at all. Yeah. So, if, what, but what if it takes 10 years? Yeah, exactly. Where everybody else out there is grinding it out and they can get there in five. It's no, going to take agree. you 10. I agree. Uh, that, to me, is maybe where the sacrifice is. That's what I think about anyways. It's, uh, this, is a, this is a real season of looking at that for me. Yeah. Uh, for two reasons. Gary said on Monday to me, 
I, I don't I think maybe you're traveling too much. Mm. Um, between, so the show that I work on, we make it out in Richmond, Virginia. Mm-hmm. So that takes me out there a lot. And then when I do out of town shows, obviously it takes me out. And so that's the first time in a while that Gary said that to me. Yeah. And then last night, Diana said, hey, I am cool with what's going on professionally with you right now between the show and the comedy. However, I would like it if when you had shows at night, mm-hmm. if they were in town or regional, that you were with us until, you know, the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So that your eight-hour day of work, you know, mm-hmm. if you're getting home at 10, it, you know, it started at four. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And that's the, it's not the first time she's ever mentioned it. It's just the first time in a while. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's something. And I am first very appreciative of how um how much die is for me and mm-hmm. how she has always supported you know when i made my first television show or with the new one or with comedy she's always been like i'm i'm i like that you're using your gifts yeah right sure but i, I but i also appreciate the fact that she's willing to stand up and say here's something that we're feeling oh yeah yeah and so just this week and this is maybe the first time that I verbalized it on this podcast with everybody to listen to. Uh, I've been like, oh yeah, okay, we got to make some changes mm. because I don't want to be a comedian and lose my family. You're totally. I don't care about that. I do believe that this is an open door that God has given me. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't feel like I'm trying to push something open that I'm not good at, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm not is not worth no die Luna and Ira by any means no and uh so yeah yeah so maybe even what happened in arkansas is just kind of a red light or yellow light or yeah. wake up call to say like whoa hey yeah 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 got yeah. something going on here yeah let's reevaluate reevaluate yeah those opportunities like that are not going to stop you're right yeah no that's yeah. a good point yeah I, th- I hadn't thought about that yeah it's it, it those aren't only at you know, shady massage parlors. No, you're exactly no, everywhere. You're right. You're exactly right. Honestly, that's probably the easiest thing to avoid. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 I mean, you're talking about it just sometimes, or there's, yeah. you know, females on oh, TikTok sure. or whatever so that drops into like, your DM. Yeah. And just for anybody who's thinking about sending me something in the DMs or whatever, don't do it. My, my wife reads those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be tough to get past Lisa. <laughs> She's a gatekeeper. <laughs> no. Yeah. So that's all. Yeah, and I know it's a small thing, but I, I mentioned Dustin Nickerson earlier. He has this funny thing that he has online where when he always does meet and greets afterwards. Yeah. And, you know, take a picture with people. Sure. He always does what he calls the hover hand. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's so when you, when you see a picture that he reposts of someone having taken a picture with him, he just, he always mentions hover hand undefeated. That's good. And I know a lot of people would say, Okay. Right. Putting your hand on someone's shoulder. Right. In a group picture in right. public. What's the big deal? What's the big deal? It's totally. It's a guardrail, man. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. That's it. That's it. It's a guardrail. Yeah. That's what we're talking about is having guardrails. And I think you've got a bunch of them there. Some decisions you're making, some decisions we're making on where and where we're not going to go. Yeah. Whether it be on the internet or more publicly. Um, and then uh, open communication with our spouses and with each other. Yeah. And uh, I think, 
you know, when I was younger, I think opportunity, and I, I do like opportunity, but it was even more, I, I had a lot of fear of missing out when I was younger mm-hmm. to where if I was a comedian when I, when, you, when I was younger and somebody said, you can't travel as much doing this. Yeah. I would be like, what? Whatever. Not, whatever. Yeah. And I would really be afraid of missing out. I, I'm, I don't feel yeah. that conviction anymore. Yeah. yeah. Or I don't feel like that anymore. Yeah. I feel like I want to be a good husband and a good wife or good wife <laughs> and good father yeah, and a good the lesbian friend. side of you coming out. Right. Yeah. And I do have a unique job, but I believe that I can have a healthy family and yeah. still do things that I feel like I'm supposed to do. Yeah. 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 I feel more like in a rush than maybe I have in the past of just we're trying to buy another house and like sure. there's these things that like are just like just out of my reach yeah. of like, oh, if we could make this much money or whatever. And so I, I have even lately been feeling more of like this like rush or this hurry of like, let's make this thing yeah. go faster. And and I have to, I don't know, I just have to remind myself that I we're going to get where we... Where, like it's not get where you need. one thing I think about a lot of is is there's a story. Um, I hope I don't butcher it, but Moses is on on I think he's on Mount Sinai. I think it's where God's like saying the promised land. And he says something about like, I don't want to go there if you're not there. Yeah. And like that's what I try to think about with a yeah. career. Of yeah. Like, yeah, it's pretty pretty cool to like have followers on social media mm-hmm. and that's cool, but I don't want to be a part of this if the God isn't with me. Like I agree. if this isn't where he's sending me, then I don't want I don't want this. Yeah. Uh, and so it's, I don't know, for me, it's that constant tension of just like, God, where are you in this? Is this right? Am I doing this right? Is this yeah. where you want me to be? Yeah. Especially w- with what I'm doing is so silly. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just kind of ridiculous, but you know, it's bringing people joy and people are mm-hmm. whatever. But but uh, say that to say, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world? Exactly. If he loses his soul. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to be miserable. Yep. There's a lot of people with a crap ton of money and successful alone in a mansion somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And don't have any real friends. Right. Don't have a family. Don't have... Don't have relationships don't with have their rela- children. Don't have relations with their children. Yeah. But everybody on the interwebs knows who they are. Mm-hmm. Big freaking deal. Big freaking deal. Yeah, I don't yeah. want that. I'm not looking to gain everybody and lose Luna. Yeah. Die and I ride. Totally. I'm not into it. Not a fair trade. No. Not a fair trade. Not a fair trade. But but it's little tiny steps. Like, yeah. I don't think those people, maybe they did, maybe they made conscientious decisions of just like, screw my family. This is what I'm going for. But the, the it's a, it's, it is a powerful vacuum that sucks you that direction. Yeah. And it's like, you start to make it on a certain level. Well, it's just like, well, then I just got to do this and I can make it to that level. Well, it's just a little tweak. And then, and then you find yourself not wanting to lose all that you've gained. And I don't know. I, I, so there you go. It's, I think having these conversations and having friends be able to weigh in and say what, mm-hmm. what they see yeah, uh, to keep you from going where you don't want to go. I love what our pastor, Pastor Witt, had said in church about how um, our deepest desires 
are not often our strongest desires. And we get distracted by things uh, like money or whatever, or fame or just our phone. Mm -hmm. Like that becomes a strong desire. Um, But like what our deepest desire is more about being loved and, and uh, you know, in the Christian faith, we would say, you know, having a, a an intimate relationship with Jesus, with yeah. God, having this like this sense of identity and love and acceptance from Him is like our deepest desire. But we get distracted, and and sometimes like money and power and fame become our strongest desires. Mm-hmm. And so, it's important to make that distinction of just because this might be a strong desire it might be leading me into a place that I don't want to be. Yeah. So. Yeah. One, uh, one resource I think I've been listening to this podcast called the intentional family. It's with Jeff Bethke and John Tyson, but they talk a lot about Hmm. how to create a strong unit, like a strong family and what to prioritize and that kind of stuff. That's, it's been pretty helpful Hmm. um, that I think, definitely pertains to this conversation yeah and then the elimination of hurry by john mark Mm, homer mm -hmm. that's a staple yeah 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 it came out a few years ago all right wow that was a doozy that was a doozy yep like and subscribe (laughs) (laughs) guys help us blow this thing up help us really grow and achieve our dream we'll say if this has helped you at all then you know let us know uh risk it pod at gmail.com or you can follow me at Hey Adam Bush on social media. Chris is at Chris Much Comedy. You can follow him on Instagram and TikTok. And uh, yeah, we uh, yeah we're ho- hopefully this kind of like left turn on our podcast from the kind of funny stuff that we usually do. Hopefully, is helpful and uh, thought provoking. And if it yeah. saves one marriage. If it saves, <laughs> listen, if we can save just two marriages, then yeah. All right. We love you and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.